welcome to Innate Express Podcast. I'm Haig John, chiropractor in Melbourne, Florida. Our mission is to ground you in service and inspire you to serve at your very best. Let's get started. The uh, Sid Williams, who is the founder of Life University, uh, in his book, Lasting Purpose, he talks about speaking with authority. And he talked about that very often in a lot of his talks. And authority doesn't mean with heavy pressure or you will do what I say or else, right? No, it's not. It really isn't. Authority, like Jesus um, said, like we just read in the fourth dimension about being speaking with authority is that you know you, that you know that you know that you know and then everybody else around you knows that you know as well. When we second, when someone's second guessing that, they're not really meant to be in your presence anyway. They're not there to really hear what you have to say. They're gonna have their own tape running through their head. Well, that's not right, and this isn't the proper vocabulary, whatever it might be, because they're already prejudging. That's not the person that I really. I'm not gonna work in a world of convince, right? They want you to convince them that you're right. That is far more energy than it takes to be who you're meant to be. Does that make sense? So speaking with authority is knowing in my heart, this is right. It's up to you. If you want to do it, follow it, be it, what have you, I'm not going to force you to do it. Okay? Being that authority, when people come and ask me all sorts of different things in a day, um, I don't know what pillow they should sleep with. I'm not the authority on pillows. I have no clue they find a great pillow tell me I want it too same thing with mattresses and shoes and all these I'm not a shoe authority I had a woman tell me the other day I know you're gonna be mad at me for wearing high heels I was like you look great I'm not gonna tell you what to wear what am I supposed to do I'm not the shoe authority what I am the authority of and I know this to be true is chiropractic I am the authority of how your body functions when it's not adjusted and when it is adjusted I know that I know that you are healthier and functioning better with a proper adjustment. That's the most important thing. I have other bits of information I have gained in my lifetime that I know very, very well. The most important thing is being that authority. When people come to you for answers, right? Sometimes they don't really even know they're coming to you for that answer. but. They know that if they come to you, you know a little bit more about it than they do. Maybe you can give me the next referral for the next authority, because so far, you are the greatest authority in that field of chiropractic, right? You're receiving chiropractic, giving chiropractic, whatever it might be, for a referral, let's say, in Rhode Island, like we just talked about. When we are speaking in our language of love, right, we're in a language of love of communication. I don't have to say, I love you, uh, right? Because if that I'm insecure or don't really know it, when we're really speaking from a language of love, it is, I am absolutely here for you. I love you enough to tell you the truth. You know I love you enough to tell me the truth. Does that make sense? To be in that level of communication that there is no question. When we, my wife and I first were dating, that's the first conversation we had. We don't need to live in a world of jealousy with each other. 
Because if we were, we wouldn't, that's the whole thing with jealousy, is that I don't trust you enough, or I don't trust myself to make the right decision of love. Does that make sense? Or, I don't, and, and or, I don't trust you enough to make decisions of love towards me. Because maybe I don't trust myself in love. When we are in this bond of loving, right? And it doesn't have to be within, you know, interpersonal relationships of romantic love as well, okay? Because romantic love is, is actually two things. It's romantic love, and it's also trusting love. When we speak to each other, is it is with authority of that love, not commanding over someone. Does that make sense? It's on an equal basis. I love you enough to tell you the truth. I love the people that I serve enough to tell them the truth. I love my friends enough to tell them the truth. Being authentic in that way that I know when someone comes to Hague, if I go to Hague, he's going to tell me the truth. It might not always be what I like. might not always be what I really want to hear. And very often when we're looking for advice, a lot of people are looking to just stoke the coals of their, their vices. Right? I don't really want to hear the truth. I just want you to butter my bread, I always call it. Right? But when you have really wise people and they come and say, listen, does this shirt look great on me <laughs> or whatever it is <laughs> I don't know whatever it, a, a input they're looking for in life should I take this vitamin should I go see that doctor should I go have this surgery should I get my hair cut that way or whatever and truthfully saying you know what that wouldn't really look great on you <laughs> to tell someone the truth and when they really want the truth that's the what authority comes from right and to be real to say, you know what, you really like crap in that shirt because I have that shirt and I don't want you to wear that shirt, that's not really being nice. And nor is it being authentic, right? Or whatever it might be. I could, there's a billion different scenarios in that. But coming from love in every aspect that we, yes, thank you, or no, this wouldn't serve you, right? Should I drink milk every day? And I tell people, well, what's cow's milk for? A baby cows, okay? causes inflammation in the body, um, homogenized milk in the industrialized world is really poisonous for the system. It's been proven over and over and over again. The only thing that it's really, they, they try and, you know, uh, use it for nowadays is the, uh, the um, bringing vitamin D into our, our dietary programs or something. I mean, that's really the only, it's a vessel for it. The reality of it is don't drink it. I've had people ask me that. I had a, a buddy ask me about a year ago. I drink milk every day, and I really, really enjoy it. Should I drink it? So immediately, I think in my head, should I tell this guy the truth? Or should I just say, do what you want. It's up to you. I have to tell him the truth. You know, there's been a great deal of research that causes a tremendous amount of inflammation in the body, and it doesn't serve you very well. Well, I really, really like it. What he's really looking for is me to convince him and I said, you make your decisions, you do your own research. If you enjoy it, keep doing it. I'll give you the information, you make your own decisions in life. So if you don't really want to hear the truth, don't ask the question, right? Most of the time we even ask questions because we want the answer that we want to hear. 
to, you know, husbands and boyfriends always get caught in this trap. Do I look fat in this or this look good on me or whatever it is? You know, you see those on TV and all those type of things. You know, the reality of it is you don't really want to hear the truth if you're going to ask a question like that. And when you hear the truth, you really want to hear it. For me, I mean, I wouldn't just blurt out to my wife, that looks awful on you. <laughs> but there are times I've said, you know, let's go shopping. <laughs> let's get some new clothes or whatever it might be. But, uh, and, you know, I think she baits me a little bit for that. So, oh, okay, let's go shopping. I'm only joking. Well, you know, there are times when we want to just have caring and not really hear the truth, and I can understand that, right? But speaking with authority, when Jesus was talking about, you know, whatever he was preaching to the people, with authority that we just read in the fourth dimension, what he was really talking about is with love. Living a life with love and service, caring for our fellow man and woman, and saying the things that might not always be easy to say, changing your ways, making differences, caring for someone that you in the way that you would want to be cared for, right? That's the golden rule. And that was, I think, the major premise. That's the major premise of Christianity and most religions around the world, and which is based on love and loving ourselves. And we can see people in bad relationships very often that that's the way they also care for themselves. And until they're able to flip that switch, that's the way they're telling the world to care for them. Does that make sense? The same thing when they seek out sickness care, and I hear it continually in practice, is that I've gone to five different doctors and no one can figure out what it was. And then I finally went to this guy and he told me what was this. And, you know, in reality, they just found someone that would say something that... Uh, the other ones were telling them the truth. I have no idea what it was. Until somebody made up a diagnosis, agnosis means I don't know, and die means two. So you have two people that have no idea what's going on. Even though one made it up, the other one believes it. Constantly looking for that validation. It's not outside of us, it's inside of us. It's trusting within, and we are not given that level of trust in our schools, in our communities, in our media. If you say something, you're strong, you're able to stand on your own two feet, trust your body that it's healing, everything's going to be okay. They don't hear that very often. Well, let's take you to the doctor. You're sad, we better go to the doctor. You're happy, you're too happy, you better go to the doctor. Right? That happens. There is a whole diagnosis of people that are too happy. I remember seeing it. It was like a year. There's a drug for it. It's insane. Okay? If you have bouts of exuberance and you're overly happy, you know, it's, it's, it's a very, very odd thing out in this world. What we are is perfect all the time. There are levels of imperfection that we see within ourselves, but that's from our own mirror. Other people see us in different lights. Very often when someone we think of, say we had a conversation with someone, oh, I wish I wouldn't have said that or that didn't go the way I planned. They're not going back and thinking about what you thought about. They had a whole different perception of you in that conversation and how it related to them. And it was really all about them. We're thinking about all about us. 
So if we put ourselves in other people's shoes, which is absolutely impossible, right? We live our life the way we're meant to be. We fill ourselves with hope, joy, happiness. Sometimes if we restrict the truth, some people call that also a lie, right? But, you know, do I have to continually spout out the truth? We're watching that show, uh, what is it, The Good, good Life? Place. Good place, good place. <laughs> So when they talked about Immanuel Kant and these people, well, he is a lonely hermit with no friends and died alone, right? So the reality of things is we're, we're whole, we're complete. We can love with ease. We can tell the truth also with ease. Say, well, let's talk about this together. What are you feeling? What is the answer you're truly looking for, right? Do you really want to know if this dress looks good or do you really want to feel comfortable in life, right? That's the biggest thing. I really want to be, walk with ease through this earth. I don't want to be judged. Who's judging most of the time is the self. Getting out of the self-judgment. I did it this morning. Should I wear these shoes with black pants? Should I do this with that? And what I'm like, I'm tired of thinking about that because my black shoes that I had don't fit me properly anymore and I don't like them. So, you know, I, I was going to compliment your shoes. And I like them. They're from Tony Hawk. I like them, you know. And uh, they are gray. <laughs> so it was my compromise for the day. The reality of the world is not the reality within us. We make up the movie within our own self. The projection from within is the world that we live in. We've heard about that in metaphysics now. We create the world around us from how we're living from within. And I see it myself. We flip the switch in here all the time. And I try and flip the switch through the day. Ugh, it's a long day. I'm tired, what have you. Wait, why am I saying that? Let's flip the switch, right? I'm having a lot of fun. Kids, you know, I have a three-year-old and a five-year-old. and They're a lot of work. Some days you feel like, man, I just can't keep up with them. And Roberta and I looked at each other the other day, or yesterday, it was actually yesterday. We're like, whoa. This is a big day. We ran around with the kids. We went to two different parks, birthday parties, all that stuff. We're like, you know what? We actually had a lot of fun. Even though we were a little worn out for the day, we had a lot of fun. We met up with some other friends later on after that, and we flipped our switch. We have plenty of time. We have plenty of energy. And you know what? We really had a good time where sometimes we felt like we were just dragged behind a bull which are two toddlers or two young kids, feels like you're being dragged behind a bull a lot longer than eight seconds. So, <laughs> but flipping the switch in our mind, I am whole, I'm complete, we've got this accomplished, we've got control of this. Life is at ease, I make it as complicated from within myself. It's not up to anyone else, my joy or my happiness. So this morning of authority, the authority really comes to speaking to ourselves. That's what even Sid Williams talked about, speaking with authority to ourselves. Today is my day. I declare this day is abundant. I am declaring today I am happy. I am de declaring today I am good enough. I am more than good enough. I am great. Today I declare myself being whole, complete, all those things, declaring it to myself and believing it. That's the big part. I believe it. We talked about prayer the other day of believing it will happen. 
I don't have to continually beg for it. But believing, and I know in my heart it will happen in the perfect time, not a moment before, not a moment after. Same thing with healing or pain or anything else someone's dealing with. The body is far smarter than any doctor outside of it. If you're going through a pain response, you know what? It's trying to save your life. If you're going through diarrhea, vomiting, whatever it might be, the body is doing something magical. The non-magical world, the stuff outside made by man's educated intelligence, is the one that's saying that that's incorrect. Which is more intelligent? The intelligence that is constantly creating 3 million cells a minute inside of you? Or the ones trying to figure out how to do that? Or change it? Or change something? Learn by another man or woman in life. That educated intelligence is really the dum-dum. The other one created the cosmos. You're making three million cells a minute by your own intelligence, the innate intelligence inside of us. God's intelligence, whatever you want to call it, chi, prana. That life force is doing magic all the time. If we continually judge it for being inferior, what are we going to get? Continually illness, sickness, disease, judgment in ourselves, imperfection. When we honor it, Life changes in such a magical way. That is what we are doing here. Bringing confidence in the self and the, our decisions and our health and our life and our vocabulary. The vocabulary, the words that we speak about ourselves. I, at one point in my life, I used to say I'm bad with names. Oh, I never remember anybody's names. Cancel, cancel, cancel. Because I had a friend flip my switch. He said, cancel that. I remember it was first, like first or second quarter in chiropractic school. Cancel that. Don't ever say that out loud. You're great with names. Hey, you know what? I am great with names. And I said it from that point on. I'm great with names. Flip the switch. I'll give you another example about my cold. I love having colds, right? I talk about this all the time. It gives me a little excuse to stay in bed. It's, uh, it, it doesn't feel that bad, right? We get in bed, we enjoy it, watch, binge watch a little TV. It's our innate saying, take a break. You've worked hard, I'm gonna slow you down. Take a small break. But you honor the body, everybody's cracking up. <laughs> All these little silent laughs, I don't wanna get another recording. So this, those, the little things are saying thank you to our immune system doing something amazing. I've worked with people with compromised immune systems and just having a fever is the last part of their immune system that works. They would be very happy to be able to handle a cold. When you're doing something magical and you realize how truly amazing that immune system is, I don't have to think about it. It's handling all the invaders that come into me chicken pox I had as a kid, okay? I've been in, we have no idea how many times we've had chicken pox introduced to us in our lifetime, but we've built up a natural immunity to it because your body recognizes it, sees it, takes it out, you don't have to deal with it again. I honor that part. That's the unseen. The hard part for most people is honoring the unseen, okay? That's the big one. We can visualize it, we can picture it, 
the more that we believe it and understand it and have confidence in it, we change our own world. Can't change, and I, there's something that I, I want to change in myself. I'm here to change the world. I can't change the world. I can change myself. The world around me changes. Does that make sense? What I like to look at is I can enhance the world. That is the message for the day of speaking with authority. Having authority and dominion over ourselves, right? Because the more that we know ourselves, the stronger we are with our self-confidence, others will see that. That's leadership. That's self-confidence. That's being our, the leader within. When we're a leader within ourselves, we become the leader to others. Bringing that out of them, that's what leadership is, is seeing the confidence grow in others, not being dominating over another. Make sense? Anybody have any input? Okay. <laughs> All right.